I'm Cassie Hilbron, and this is the Cook It Real Good podcast, bringing you shortcuts to success in the kitchen. episode is all about how to use up those produce odds and ends that are wilting away in the bottom of your crisper. I speak to Jade Jones, the creator of the food blog Jonesing for Taste. On her blog, Jade shares recipes inspired by the places her family has lived during her husband's time in the military, as well as from her diverse heritage, which includes Hispanic and Hawaiian. Jade is passionate about helping introduce new foods and flavors to families with easy recipes and providing helpful tips to get kids started cooking in the kitchen. As a busy mother of now four, she just recently had a baby, Jade understands the importance of creating family meals that make the most of the ingredients she has on hand. Jade shares lots of great ideas on how to repurpose produce odds and ends to get the most out of the weekly food budget and reduce food waste. This is a great chat. This episode is sponsored by my website, cookitrealgood.com. If you haven't had a chance to check it out yet, it's filled with quick, easy, and healthy recipes with a little bit of indulgence sprinkled in between for good measure. You can find all of the show notes from today's episode there. Simply head to cookitrealgood.com slash nine. Now let's get into it. Hi, Jade. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm so excited to be here. I'm so excited to have you here. All right. Before we get started on your seriously handy hacks, could you please share with us what your most recent kitchen fail was? Oh, goodness. I was just tonight, I was trying to do like instant pot spaghetti, which should be so simple. And yeah, 100% failed and had to try like three different things to cook my pasta and my spaghetti sauce. It was awesome. So (laughs) I've got a nice burnt pan that I will now need to scrub. Oh no, that's the worst part. We don't Uh, have instant pots in Australia. We have like electric pressure cookers, but not the actual instant pot. And I'm so uh jealous when everyone talks about the instant pot. I'm like, I want one. (laughs) Yes. I mean, the electric pressure cooker is an awesome thing for busy people. And I love mine, but I'm still learning how to do certain things in it. Man, certain things just don't work well in it. I find that with, especially with like slow cookers, like I have a slow cooker that every meal I've ever made in it, I am terrible. (laughs) So I I definitely get like getting your head around a new appliance. (laughs) Yes. Oh, goodness. It's a learning curve. I'll get there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I am so excited for our topic today, which is how to repurpose produce odds and ends. I think we're all forever opening the fridge at the end of the week to find a crisper that's full of random bits and pieces that we probably haven't used up and that are starting to turn a bit bad. Or, you know, you buy the head of Chinese cabbage at the start of the week to use in a stir fry and then have no idea what else to do with it. And it just sort of sits there. Yes. (laughs) So I'm really keen to talk to you about this. And I thought we'd start with uh, how can we make a plan when we are you know, meal planning at the start of the week to use those odds and ends? You know, one of the things that I do is I try to like really look at what ingredients are being used and like, hey, does this recipe, like I have a pasta salad recipe that uses half a red pepper and half a green pepper. Well, what else could I do with this? That would be really easy. And I found lunches tend to be really easy 
to use leftovers with, like leftover produce with, um, you know, because you can throw them in salads or sandwiches. Um, I even take into, like, if I buy a bag of shredded carrots and I only need half a bag, well, I'll make up like a, a quick pickling juice because it's super easy to do which is like vinegar and sugar and salt and i'll throw them in there and then they keep for a really long time um and it's so it's just a like if you just take that two extra minutes to be like well can i use the rest of this then usually you can figure out a way that makes it really easy that's what i have not been so good at the past like i think (laughs) about very like narrow-minded this is the recipe i want to make and so this is the things that i need for it and I'll end up making like five different recipes that use completely different ingredients. <laughs> so <laughs> I think we have all done that though. And so that's, that's one of the things I really try to be better about in meal planning is really looking at what am I getting and like planning around the ingredients rather than the meals that I want to make. It's, I mean, it's having to cut costs. And so that's one way to help cut costs. So look at it that way. Yeah, it's a great idea. And now, so what about the veggies that you just know you're not going to be able to use up? Like even if you cooked, planned the best week ever, you're still going to have some bits and pieces at the end of the week. What could you do with those? Um, you know, if there's certain things that I know we tend to go through really fast, um, but like if I end up with like half an onion, um, I, I often will just like slice them up and then stick them in a freezer bag and throw them in the freezer. Um, and so that way, just as I have little odds and ends that keep piling up, usually I'll end up, you know, after couple weeks with a whole bag of like sliced onions and sliced peppers or chopped onions, chopped peppers, chopped carrots. Um, and so they're really handy to just save. Uh, and then you can use them for things like fajitas really, really easily. That's awesome. Yeah. I learned, I only last year learned about the diced onion trick of just putting it in the freezer and <laughs> it changed my life. Like I love grabbing it and using it for, you know, like scrambled eggs. If you want a fully loaded scrambled egg, you just chuck a small handful. Like I was cutting it up every morning, like a whole onion. (laughs) And then you're like, why am I doing this? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like stir fries too, like stir fries or like fried rice. I mean, so often you're only using like a quarter of an onion. Well, who only uses a quarter of an onion? And then what do you do with the other three quarters? And so that's just really, it's like make your own frozen veggie packages instead of paying a buck or two for them at uh, the grocery store. I love that idea. And I I also think that something that's really good is um, if you make your own, say, soup starter mixes as well. I started doing that. So if you've got some especially like celery. I seem to never use all of my celery. So cutting oh, up like... I don't think anybody uses all their celery. <laughs> so cutting up... The... props to you. <laughs> I know. If you can plan to use a whole head of celery... Good grief. <laughs> celery is definitely the one thing that I have to like chop up super, super, super fine. Yeah. Because no one in my house really likes it. <laughs> so we never go through all of it. I'm always like, dang it, what do I do with this? Yeah, freeze it. Hey, put it in the freezer. Right. It's fine. All right. And so once veggies are frozen, you sort of touched on a few things that you can use it for, but what do you use them for? Um, so, I mean, I'll throw them, like you said, like soup starters or for making veggie stock. Um, I'll get a big Ziploc bag and like even like carrot peelings and like the ends of celery and the ends of onions. I'll save all those things for stocks because those are perfect for stocks because you're not actually going to eat them. Um, but then, you know, like you said, omelets, I mean, casseroles, really the sky's the limit on what you can use them for. I have found that, um, the 
best thing to do with frozen veggies is to cook them because they're not great raw. Uh, you, they just lose their crispness because they've been frozen and they can be kind of watery. And so sauteing them or throwing them in like a soup or something means you don't notice it. Absolutely. That's such a good idea. And I love the stock idea as well. I, I do that in my slow cooker. I, I just keep like a huge bag of any chopped up little bits and pieces that you're right. I'm not going to eat anyway. And then, you know, once a week or whatever, I'll make my own veggie stock. It saves money. And I just think it's taste better. Even. <laughs> yeah. Well, and you can control so many things that, you know, like you can chill it and then skim off the fat. You can do no salt. You can add in lots of extra herbs. And that's actually another thing that you can freeze. I think herbs can be really hard to use up in big chunks. Um, but, you know, even the stems of herbs, you can throw in that bag and they'll flavor it. I was going to say with the herbs, that is one that I am always struggling with. Is there a way that you like to freeze them or do you just put them in the freezer bag? Um, you know, I think the best way is probably to do like either a little bit of um, olive oil or like lemon juice or something and, and freeze them that way, depending on what herbs they are. And there's so many great recipes out there that tell you how to do it yeah, um, or like combos to do. And so, yeah. Just be like, okay, how do I uh, freeze coriander? <laughs> or you guys call it cilantro, yeah. cilantro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but I think, I mean, even if you're just doing olive oil, cause then, Hey, you just like created like a flavored olive oil that then you can chuck into a pan. And as it melts, you're going to have some awesome flavor while you're cooking up those frozen veggies that you just threw. That's such a good idea. I've never thought to do that. So yeah, awesome. That's one that I can take away. (laughs) Um, And what about fruits? Because I know I'm terrible at using up fruits quickly. Like I'll eat my favorites, but then I'll have a few that are just like lingering in the bottom. What can you do to make the most out of those? Yeah. So, I mean, smoothie packs are like super popular. Um, so adding in even with like remnants of fruit juices too. Um, and so you can like make fruit juice cubes and then all the frozen fruit. And then all you have to do is just throw it in the blender and you can blend it up. So that's really nice. And my kids, we go through so much frozen fruit that way. So it's nice to save those odds and ends that are like, Ooh, those are not going to be awesome. Um, if we don't use that blank right this second. So, you know, just chuck them in a freezer bag. I always like to use them, like I'll save up small batches um, for like oatmeal or pancakes. Um, And so then we can have blueberry pancakes, even if we don't have fresh blueberries on hand. Or uh, I think too, you can do, I always like making flavored applesauces. Um, One of our favorites is cranberry applesauce. And I always use frozen cranberries for that. Um, And so, you know, you can just throw them in there, make jams. We do jams or fruit compote for breakfast that are super simple and you can always use frozen fruits for that i mean there's just so many ways to uh to save fruits and and to use them so oh and flavored ice cubes that was the other thing so i'll use them as like ice cubes even for like flavored water. Um, And so like, it's just a nice way to not dilute your drink and add some flavor. I do love that idea. I love the infused waters, especially in summer. I love to put like fruit in it, but you're right. If I make the ice cubes, it will last longer and I can get more out of it because I am always like, oh, quick, i got to use up all of that pineapple that I want to put in my water before it goes bad. (laughs) 
But hey, just freeze it because then it and well, then it, you get nice chilled drink, and I know it's hot in Australia too. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And then you can cool off, and like I said, you don't even dilute your uh, dilute your drinks. Now, what about if you're stuck for ideas of what to do with a certain fruit or vegetable? What would you suggest? Like, is there any resources that people can go visit? Is it as simple as chucking into Google? What do I do? hundred <laughs> percent. I Google is my go-to. I am constantly like, can I freeze this? Um, because somebody out there probably has already tried. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, and you know, and there are just some some fruits and vegetables that aren't going to freeze well. Like, what are some apples, of those ones? Yeah, yeah, apples just don't really freeze well. Um, you can't really like freeze like a half an orange. That's not really going to freeze well either. No. Uh, but like my, like things with high water content, like mushrooms, tomatoes, cucumbers, the summer squashes, they just don't freeze well. You have to be able to like flash freeze them. And that's really hard to do in a home freezer. Yeah. Um, so those are always kind of hard. I have found like sometimes you can get away with mushrooms, but those are always kind of iffy. Um, but actually citruses, you can, if you uh, like slice them up and like put them in uh, in an ice cube tray with a little bit of like liquid, again, you could use like leftover pineapple juice or leftover orange juice um, that they can freeze really well and really nicely that way. That's a great idea. And I think the some of those ones that you spoke about, like tomatoes, you could probably repurpose those into a sauce if you wanted to. Um, things like mushrooms, cut them up, saute them, use them as a side for breakfast or dinner. Like there are other ways that you can use them up quickly. Yeah. Well, anything too, just again, it's like the planning ahead and getting a smaller pack to start with. <laughs> Definitely. Um, that's just one of my biggest problems as well. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, I'm Polynesian. We eat a lot of food. Um, so I, my stomach is constantly bigger than what we can actually eat. Uh-huh. So, I've got that problem too. Um, but yeah, and I think that goes back to the first point that we talked about, which is like planning for how can I use this? Could I use this in a salad? Could I use this in a sandwich? Um, I, those fresh and waterlogged vegetables are just going to be much better if you just make a plan for them to begin with. You're right. And it doesn't take long to think ahead and think about what you're buying and how you can use it before they turn into uh, not so great produce at the bottom of the crisper that you then have to chuck in the bin. It's all about reducing food waste and making the most out of what we have. Yeah. Well, and I think too, even if you're sitting there and you're like, what do I want to like, say you didn't plan for a whole week's worth of dinners and you're sitting there staring at your fridge, go rummage through and see what you have and pull it all out. Cause you might be surprised that you actually have enough odds and ends to throw a really awesome meal together. You know, even if it's just a, a like a pasta dish, almost every culture has some sort of dish to use use up random odds and ends. So true. Uh, mine's always a default stir fry. I'm like, just chuck whatever it is in there. <laughs> yeah, like stir fries, uh, omelets, um, quiches. Put oh, it with rice. Stews. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why stews, like almost every single country has a stew and it's because it was a way to use up the random odds and ends. Oh, Jade, you've really got my mind ticking of all these ideas because I actually have a fridge full of stuff right now. <laughs> I haven't I haven't been meal planning very well and so yeah, I've definitely I've 
got into that problem where I need to clear out the fridge. So I think I've got a few ideas now. <laughs> you know, and it's just a good way to do too, is like do it every other week or so, because I think we all end up with a fridge full of stuff where we're like, ah, and most things have like that one to two week lifespan. Veggies definitely can go longer than fruits, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you just do like make a plan every other week to do like a fridge clear out, um, one of my one of my good blogger friends, Lauren, uh, she does that, and I think it's brilliant. Just to clear it all out and use up all these odds and ends and make a plan for it. I love that. Oh, Jade, thank you for coming on and sharing those tips on how to repurpose our errant produce. Before we finish up, can you tell my listeners where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me pretty much on any social media channel. Um, my handles are always Jonesen for Taste. And you can also always email me at jonesenfortaste at gmail.com if you ever have any questions. Or you can follow me on my blog, jonesenfortaste.com. Awesome. And I will put all of those links in the show notes as well. So if you want to go there, you can grab them all. Sweet. Well, thanks, Cassie. Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on. I do really think this is going to resonate with people and they will be able to start doing a few things in their home that they'll see how quickly and easily you can cook in the kitchen when you just think ahead. Um, not only or not only just the planning, but even having things in the freezer that you can just quickly pull out too. Yeah. And I think if you, if you start with one thing, you can always build and add on new things. Um, but you know, choose one new thing and yeah, you can do it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me. Jade gave me so many helpful tips and tricks in our chat today. I really hate food waste and it pains me to throw anything in the bin. So it's great to know that there's more that I can be doing to put those produce odds and ends to good use. Don't forget to check out today's show notes at cookitrealgood.com slash nine. All the links that we discussed will be there. That's it from me. Have a great week and don't just cook, cook it real good. Bye.